Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There heard the man. The Ben Maller Show keeps rolling right along. We are broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios here in Las Vegas. Tyrac.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. You know, a guy came up with a concept about 20 years ago called 212 the Extra Degree. And it goes like this. At 211 degrees, water is hot, very hot, scalding hot. But at 212 degrees, just one degree more, water boils, which can produce steam, which can power a locomotive. What would happen if everybody gave that one extra degree in life all the time? Magic would happen on a daily basis. And when I think of Vince Scully... That's what I think of in the sense of he personified the concept of the extra degree. I don't know anybody that ever met him that didn't come away blown away. Listen to one of his broadcasts, the melodic tones. We're talking 65 years behind the mic. And you, when you were listening to him, you knew you were listening to, to, to royalty. I only met him one time, and it was many, many, many years ago, and it was well before I was in the media I began my media career on June 17, 1994. That was the night of the White Bronco Chase. That's a story for a different day. I talk about the first chapter of my book, 
the view from the chief seats. Now, where am I going with that? When I met Vince Scully, you're standing there in front of him, and he starts to talk, and it's like that voice, that that mesmerizing voice, and you hear it in person. It's like, oh, my God, this voice is, how do I describe it? And I was, you know, kind of dorky, and I said, I didn't know what to say, and I said, well, you know, Vin, uh, you, you must really love baseball. I know you played it at Fordham, and, and, I, and you've been baseball's been your life. And he looks at me with a wry smile and says, you know, you can call me by my name. Bernie, you give me a sunny day and afternoon at the ballpark and a pretty girl by my side, and you can have the sunny day and the afternoon at the ballpark. He got me, right? He, he got me because he was a well-rounded enough man. Of course he loved baseball, but he was very well-rounded. And by the way, I can't lie. October 15th, 1988, I was there when Kirk Gibson hit the home run, but I left early. I might have been the guy in the parking lot in right field that you saw the, the lights on, right? I'm not – the thing is, I'm not – the only reason I'm mad, though, I left early is there were a couple – well, I lost a $100 bet when Gibby hit the home run. He went deep. Years later, I realized, though, that – What's interesting is I got to hear one of the most iconic calls in baseball history live while it was happening in the parking lot at Dodger Stadium with Vince Scully, and, and, I, and I beat the traffic, right? And um, let me just say this. Vin, Vince Scully's story is magical from the beginning because when he was in high school and he was graduating from Fordham Prep High School in New York, he had a, a baseball friend teammate named Larry Miggins, and one one day, the two of them were talking in the school auditorium. They were getting ready to graduate, and, and they asked each other, you know, what do you want to do when, when you grow up, as it were, right? People do that, and Miggins, he told Vin that he wanted to be a major league ball player, and Vinny told Larry that he wanted to be a major league sports announcer. Eight years later, May 13, 1952, Larry Miggins, Vin's friend at Fordham Prep, was now playing for the St. Louis Cardinals, happened to be playing that day against the Dodgers at Ebbets Field in Brooklyn. And on that day, Larry Miggins hit a home run, the first of his only two career home runs in the major leagues. And who happened to be on the call behind the microphone? Yes, it was Vince Scully. Vince Scully admitted later that it was the only time he ever broke down and shed a tear doing a baseball game or any other sporting event, right? Vin would have turned 97 on August 20th. Larry Miggins is still alive. 97 years old, the old, the fourth oldest living major league ball player. You can't make this stuff up. I don't have enough time to really give the, the complete synopsis, as it were, of Vince Scully. I'll do the best I can. When you, when you, when you, when you hear modern-day scribes like Tom Verducci, he calls Vince Scully the ideal order, or modern Socrates, only more revered. And Socrates, obviously. I describe Vin this way. These are my words. I believe he was observant. I believe he was elegant. He was an actual eyewitness. He was a rock and tour, could tell stories with the best of it. And he, he was a rock and tour of history. Always managed to weave in the the proper references. So when you were listening to Vin Scully do a ball game, you clearly were listening to a guy that was painting a masterpiece. And this is a guy that had a resume far beyond even just baseball. Now, he covered Fordham football. That's where Vin attended college and played baseball in New York, played college baseball against. And by the way, 
Vince Scully covered Fordham football when they had an assistant coach by the name of Vince Lombardi. And he played college baseball against George H.W. Bush when Bush was playing for Yale. And who did Vince start his career with? Red Barber. And the great Red Barber. And Red Barber told him, he said, don't copy anybody, Vinny. You'll, you'll be watering down your own wine. And along the way, he befriended Jackie Robinson and Rachel Robinson. He was in the Dodgers clubhouse after the home run by Bobby Thompson off of Ralph Branca. And he, 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 that, you know, the shot heard around the world. You, you know, the, you know, the whole story, the Giants win the pennant, the Giants win the pennant. Um, this is a guy who broke bread with popes and, and the presidents, various presidents hung out with John Wooden. He called multiple Sandy Koufax, no hitters. And, and people who heard those calls said it was like poetry, right? You're all football fans. You remember the catch? that Joe Montana rolled right through it to Dwight Clark. Who was on the call that day? Vin Scully was on the call. He called the catch from Montana to Clark. Obviously, he called Gibby's home run October 15, 1988 in a season that's featured the improbable. We've just witnessed the impossible. Well, he also called Barry Bonds' 71st home run. And along the way, he'd quote opera and Shakespeare, and he could even yuck it up with Yogi Berra. But... Here's the beauty. Never once when Vince Scully was talking was he condescending. Did he ever place himself above the people or any of the events there were to chronicle? And, you know, growing up in Southern California, I was pretty spoiled. We not only had uh, Vince Scully, we had Dick Enberg, and we had Chick Hearn, and we had, uh, you know, Bob Miller and Jiggs McDonald of the Kings. They were incredible. And then I moved to Detroit and spent 17 years in the media. And who I get to know? The great Ernie Harwell who I became very good friends with. I, now, him I became good friends with. And in 1949, in, uh, in, in his first full year of the big leagues, Ernie Harwell was broadcasting for the Brooklyn Dodgers, and he actually got to do one inning with Vince Scully, and there was a triple play turned, and Harwell didn't remember the triple play because he knew that Scully uh, was going to be this, this amazing guy, and he succeeded uh, Vince Scully succeeded Ernie Harwell in 1950, and Harwell moved along uh, to the Tigers. Now, by the 90s, you know, Harwell and Scully, they'd both become Hall of Famers, and, and you know, they were trusted people. And in 1996, during the World Series, the Dodgers played in Atlanta. Harwell was doing the game for CBS Radio and sitting in the booth right next to Vince Scully, but there was a glass partition uh, between them. And wouldn't you know it, in the first inning, Chipper Jones lines into a triple play, and Scully reported that it was the first triple play by turned by the Dodgers since 1949 that, coincidentally, they were the same two calling the play when he was sitting with Ernie Harwell, what, 47 years prior to that. I, you know, I, I tell you what, let's, let's, let's bring in the crew on this, right? And, and one, one last thing about Vin Scully he didn't bat a thousand. No one in his life does. You want to know a little known fact about Vince Scully? Vince Scully had a trout with CBS to do call NFL games alongside John Madden, right? And Scully, it was between Vince Scully and Pat Summerall as to who was going to get the you know the number one job next to John Madden, and Madden would be the color man. Well, obviously Scully lost. He lost to Pat Summerall, but they threw him a bone. They allowed him to call one last game in January 1982, and it was a send-off. That ended up being the Dwight Clark catch game, right? 
And you always knew that it was Vince Scully because he had his signature. Hi, everybody, and a very pleasant good evening to you and wherever you may be. Eddie, I'm sure you got some great thoughts on Vince Scully. You want to share them? Yeah, sure. Um, you know, I uh, was not a Dodger fan, didn't grow up a Dodger fan. Sure. But my next door neighbor was a huge Dodger fan, and he had a swimming pool, and we would go swimming in his pool all the time because it was hot. Uh, and he always had the Dodger game on. And it was just every day, you know, it was Vince Scully on the radio. And uh, that was that was the that was the soundtrack of my childhood was hearing him do Dodger games. And I even though I wasn't a Dodger fan, I loved Vince Scully. Uh, I loved listening to him call a game. It didn't matter who the teams were because I always learned something. Um, and uh, it was yeah, I was uh, great memories of him. No, it's well said. And even though you weren't, you knew you were listening to baseball royalty. You could, in, you know, I've heard you hear the stories. The same with Ernie Harwell. The summer day, the long summer days, and you know, the pool days in the backyard, and it would just fill the whole sound. Right, the back fill the whole backyard with sound. Uh, Roberto and Coop, I want to get to you, but let's squeeze in a couple of calls here because who do we have on the line? The legend. He was outstanding over Thanksgiving when he checked in when I was doing the Maller show. It is. The inimitable Marcel from Brooklyn. Marcel, what's happening, buddy? Hey, good morning, Bernie. I'm back, baby. Glad to have you back, man. What do we? Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. What do we got tonight? See you come. Good morning, good morning. Uh, Before I had to say to you, do I mention it where we were once the mix match from from the show from Thanksgiving? Oh yeah, let's do it again one time for Christmas. Trust me, it's a new dawn, a new day. Almost getting into the new year. Get ready for 2023, people. So, Mala Militia, let's get into it. And we're the ones who are respecting me and always standing with yours truly. And I bring in Robin Vegas now. He is a true fan of mine, and he joins us from Vegas. Good morning, my friend. Starting with you. What in the world do you have the food pick from last night, especially for Christmas? Thank you, Marcel. Thank you. Good hey, morning. Have you don't have you donated to Blair's uh, charity event yet? Uh, absolutely not. But according <laughs> to um, the messages from my Twitter <laughs> handle, uh, we're the Blair hater people. You don't know what I say. I say. What you say? I say. No, 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 no. That's not the mixed match. And before I had to say to you, Bernie, you know why we're the Blair, ha- Blair hater people? I'm dying to know. No, 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 no. We aren't an initiative that always to Blair stop interrupting my calls. I stand with this fool. I'm standing with that no good person. And you know why? This is not going to be true. Next year in the Benny Blair right away. We don't trust Blair. He is the enemy of the people, just like Trump, and the devil itself. Get over it. All right, um, Bernie, I could have saved what the mixed match in the holidays looks like. Starting with you, my man. You got the floor. You have, you have to guess what he ate for dinner last night, Bernie. Oh, I'm Let's sorry, go. Marcel. I'm, no one ever accused me of being smart. Okay, I'm going to go with uh, chicken and rice with some snow peas and some sourdough bread. 
Oh, chicken and rice. Yummy. I like it. I like it. This is going to be a mixed match. What? But that's okay. That's okay. okay. It's going to be chicken and rice. Uh, Eddie, <laughs> what's next, my man? From Christmas. Uh, from Christmas, uh, I'm going to say you had uh, lasagna. Oh, put the lasagna in the mixed match of it. But that's okay. It's going to be a very mixed match for the day as well. Don't worry. You better stay tuned for the answer. Roberto! Take it away, my man. I think you had some really yummy stuff. Oh! <laughs> oh, come on now. We got to uh, play nice in there. In I there. say you had some carne asada. Carne asada! Carne asada? No, that's not the mixed match either. The mm. chicken parmesan. Chicken and parm. Coop de loop. This is a chance. Let's go. Marcel, I just want to clarify here. We're guessing what you ate on Christmas, or we're guessing what you ate last night. What do we? What do we ate from Christmas? Okay, uh, then in that case, I'm gonna go a uh, coconut shrimp and uh, lasagna. Yes, put the lasagna in the mix match with Eddie. So, and along with the shrimp. Oh no, 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 no mix match. Let's mm. play food picks. Do you not like shrimp? Marcel? I don't like shrimp. Everyone else does, not me. You like French fries? <laughs> <laughs> All the time. All the time. All right. Man, man I'm getting hungry. Out. We got carne asada, lasagna. Keep going, man. I'm getting hungry now. Go. Whoever thought. Whoever thought. All right. All right. Fasten your seatbelts for what in the world to have the food picks from Christmas. It's too much then masturbation the, the problem here. Here we go. Here we go. Put the drum roll, please, already. Chicken, rice, turkey, steak, and mac and cheese is ours. Are you kidding me? Yes. That's right. Hey, Marcel, and I got Marty, one question exactly for you. exactly right. It will be a mixed match for chicken and rice. I, and see, I knew it, man. How did that happen? Marcel. I knew it. By the way, Marcel, one last question. Anything to drink with that? Oh. I could get some soda if pock, you want pock, to. Pock, chicken. I could get some orange soda, and you, my friend, got the same thing. The question is yes. The soda's got to be. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Bernie and the guys, thank you. You enjoy the rest of the show, and everyone else, my man, Bernie, in for Ben Ballard, comes right back on Fox Sports Radio right after these messages, I promise. Wow, nicely done. God bless you, Marcel. We'll see you next time. Let's squeeze in one more call. Fluffy Dave, you get to follow that, buddy. What do you got? Fluffy Dave, are you with us, my friend? Yeah. It, uh, well, how do you follow that? Um, Just do your best. You're, 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 it's all good. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, can we get a little uh, drum roll for Fluffy Dave? No, no. No, it's I guess not. Okay, go, Fluffy um, Dave. No, I was just I was calling because of uh, the stadium thing and uh, go ahead, yeah. What do you got? One of the best stadiums I've ever been to is clearly Cub Stadium, Wrigley, and yep. I mean I it was insane how beautiful that was. Uh, I've been to the new Twin Twin Stadium. Yep, Target um, Field. Yep. Yep, Target Field, and I just I'm a Twin what, fan. What's the one you Minnesota. haven't been to that you want to get to? It's got to be, uh, it's, uh, man, 
I want to go to Dodger Stadium, but I'm just, you know. Maybe the sports arena in L.A. where the Clippers used to play? Never mind. Go ahead, Fluffy Dave. Oh, you haven't been to Dodger <laughs> Stadium. Oh, Chavez no, Ravine, you got to get there. Well, where do you live, Fluffy? Uh, Minnesota. Okay, you live um, in Minnesota. Great. Yeah. Uh, I just want to say hi to Coop, uh, you know, everybody in the crew, and uh, wish them all happy, uh, Coop, happy Eddie, holidays. Roberto. Yeah, Coop, Eddie, Roberto, and I uh, hope they all have uh, happy holidays, and um, and you as well. I, I, Thank you. I've, first time I've ever heard you, but you're doing a hell of a job, so keep it up, and uh, uh, wish the Mallard Militia happy holidays, and uh, Merry Christmas. Thanks for checking in, Fluffy Dave. My, by the way, I just hired Fluffy Dave as uh, my agent. Coming up, I promised I'll preview it quickly. we got a couple of great college football games Saturday. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to Stan, the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray, rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe 
Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We need your help to multiply the Mattler Militia. Support our humble ploy to take over the nocturnal audio world one listener at a time. Spread the gospel by tagging and posting about the Ben Maller Show on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and all social media. You can help get the message out to others to join the brotherhood of the Ben Maller Show. And now live from the TireRack.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, in for Ben Maller, it's Bernie Fratto. All right, thanks so much, Eddie. We're hours away. Saturday, kickoff, 4 p.m. Eastern, Michigan. We'll tee it up against TCU, number two ranked Michigan, against number three TCU, Michigan. Currently a seven-point favorite. They opened up 9.5. Here's really the X factor. Uh, Because TCU will be the best offense that Michigan has seen all year. But Michigan's been a second-half team all season. They've got a plus 186-point differential after halftime. Second-highest margin for any FBS team in the last 10 years. They're a hell of a second-half team. TCU can't fall behind. Uh, Yes, they got the offense to catch up, but if they do, that means your defense is not slowing down Michigan. I like the over in the game, and I think TCU keeps it close. It's a coin flip game. Now, Ohio State and Ryan Day, they're telling everybody they're going to make the most of their opportunity. It's unbelievable. They get to go down to Atlanta, and they get a second bite of the apple. doesn't happen very often. Here's the X factor in that game. Wide receiver Marvin Harrison Jr., he's one of the best receivers in the country, he can continuously make ridiculous catches. He makes plays most receivers can't. He's an X factor that keeps Georgia honest. He, you know, the, the the way Ohio State wins, though, and I'm not saying they're going to. They need to limit big plays. Uh, obviously, against Michigan, that didn't happen. Michigan ran for five or accumulated 540 yards on offense, but 360 of those yards were in five plays. Five plays. The other the other plays, they averaged three yards a play. So. Georgia's defense, it's ridiculously good, even though they put five guys in the NFL. I think we're probably going – I'll tell you what. I think we're going to see a Georgia-TCU final. I'm going to go against the grain here. But we shall see what we shall see, and it should be a lot of fun. Frankly, I'm looking forward to when they expand the playoff. Coming up, uh, first of all, we we will take Cowboy from Windsor's call after Eddie's update. But I I want to get heavily into what I talked about earlier in the show. You are not going to believe – The next newfangled idea in sports betting that will be legal in Ohio January 1st, it's called micro-betting. And when I explain this to you, you're going to be going, are you kidding me? That is coming up in a second. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. 
on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, before I dive into the world of micro-betting, which I will explain, you won't believe your ears. That's what I think. Let's go back to the phones and joined by the gentleman who's called me back in the day when I was in Detroit. 
he calls over Thanksgiving and uh, get your pens and pencils ready because he'll probably give you a history lesson, of course, in talking about Cowboy from Windsor. Needs no introduction. Cowboy! Oh, hi, Bernie. Thank you. Uh, bye-bye, J.J. Uh, Watt. See you in Canton. Bye-bye, Nathaniel Hackett. We'll see you in the un- unemployment line. Michigan, I think, will beat TCU uh, 31-27. Uh, today is the birthday of uh, Denzel Washington. And... Um, uh, Randy, Ma- or not Randy Macho Man, uh, Leaping Lanny Poffo, the late great man, uh, Randy Macho Man Savage's younger brother. They're both 68 today. Yesterday, uh, Ken Benson, the former NBA player and former uh, World Boxing Association uh, welterweight champion, um, Pepino Cuevas for 67. Um, let's see. Uh, the first all-black heavyweight title bout was December 19th. Uh, 1913, racist. and uh, yeah, you know, was, that period was very racist. And Jack Johnson successfully defended hey, the heavyweight the title against at? Jim Johnson by a draw. And uh, also, um, see Walter Murphy. If you remember, old enough to remember that disco song, of, uh, instrumental with Fifth of Beethoven. He was uh, 70 on the 19th, and as would Al Kaline have been 88 on the 19th, Mr. Tiger, old number six, but he died April 20, uh, 6, 2020. And also, uh, uh, Bobby Lane was, uh, would have been uh, 97 on that day, uh, 96 on that date, but he uh, died, uh, I think it was uh, December 1st, 1986, uh, uh, 18 days away from his 60th birthday. Well, everybody have a great day. Remember, you've got to be a boy to be a cowboy. We are, and... Uh, Talk to people hopefully tomorrow. Bye. That, ladies and gentlemen, Cowboy Windsor covered a lot of ground. Pepino Cuevas actually fought Tommy Hearns in July of 1980 at Joe Louis Arena. How do I know that? Well, because I know that. Um, all right, I'm going to talk about micro betting in, in sports, uh, guys. Uh, first of all, uh, Neebs in Ohio, to answer your question, buddy, online sports betting will launch in Ohio on January 1st. And uh, you, there will be plenty of information online on how you do it. And if you let me set this up, because when you look at the history and evolution of sports betting in and of itself, it started with brick and mortar. You, you go into a casino, you go into a sports book, you place your bet, they give you your ticket, and you can come back later or you can sit and watch the game. All the sports books in Vegas now have beautiful big screens and places to eat and drink and it's still a lot of fun for people. If you don't believe me, come out during Super Bowl, come out during March Madness. Uh, it's amazing, all right? And then uh, along about 1985, they started this thing called prop betting, and there are, of course, player props and there are uh, team props. You know, will your team score more than 22 points tonight? Uh, will Refrigerator Perry score a touchdown? Yes or no? That was the actual first ever uh, prop bet. You know, how many yards will your wide receiver get? You can do it for NBA. You can do it. For baseball, certainly in football, uh, believe it or not, okay, there were about 1,200 ways to bet the Super Bowl last February, and a good majority of those were prop bets. So prop bets came along, and that added to the enhanced viewing participation and products. Then what came next? In-game betting. And so you could be watching a game on TV, and for instance, perhaps let's say you're the Tennessee Titans, and you're getting 10 points Thursday night, and all of a sudden the Cowboys jump out to a 14 nothing lead. This is all hypothetical. Now you look up and you see, you know, all that 10 plus 10 points doesn't look as attractive. Now all of a sudden you can get the Titans plus 21. So you get the rest of the game, and so the, the line has been adjusted. 
they adjust for line totals throughout the game, and that's called in-game betting. So you had brick and mortar going to casinos, going to sports books. That morphed into uh, still in the sports book. You know, you, you've got uh, uh, prop bets, and then in, online or check that uh, in-game betting. Then, thanks to software and technology and legalization and PASPA overturning in 2018 states' rights, 32 states now have legalized gambling. The new rage now is online sports betting. You can bet right from your app from the comfort of your living room. Uh, give a ton of credit to the folks in New Jersey. They're way, the hell, way ahead of the game. About 83% of all folks who bet in New Jersey uh, bet with their phone, right? And it's better for everybody. Uh, it's quicker. It's, it's simple. All that kind of stuff. You, you know what that is. I'm sure you've, if you haven't seen the ads for, for crying out loud, DraftKings, FanDuel, you name it, you know what it is. Here is the next frontier. It's called micro-betting. Now, micro-betting is one of these situations where you're watching a Major League Baseball game, you're watching an NFL game, uh, a little more difficult for hockey because it's more of a free-flowing game, but you're watching an NBA game, and now forget the side, forget the total, forget the in-game you know, evolvement of the line. Now, here is an example of a micro bet. You're watching an NBA game, and all of a sudden, LeBron James is fouled. He goes to the free throw line. Will he make the free throw? Yes or no? Will it be a make or will it be a miss? Let's say you're watching a Major League Baseball game. You know, Eddie Gazinski comes up to the plate. Rather than betting on the innings, you can bet on an individual at bat. Will he hit a home run? You might get 16 to 1 odds that he hits home run in that at bat. Will he strike out? Will he put the ball in play? What will be the result of the bat? If you want extremely rapid action, they're talking about what will happen on the next pitch. Will it be a ball or will it be a strike? Or micro betting may also include will the Cubs score any runs this inning? Can you believe how crazy this is now? I, I know there's probably going to be some growing pains in software. You're going to have to get your bet in quick. And you're going to get a result quickly. This is why they think it's going to take off. Because there are some bets, there are some prop bets. For instance, if you bet Dallas to win the Super Bowl back in August, and you say you put up 100 bucks, well, that, that money's tied up. Dallas may still do it. You're going to wait till February to collect that money. You're tying up your money for six months. A lot of people don't want to do that. Or maybe a four-hour game they get itchy, or whatever the case may be. This, you're going to get your result in seconds. What if you're watching an NFL game? Kickers lines up to make a 52-yard field goal. Will he make it or will he miss it? You can bet that. Well, how about the next drive? Your team takes over, first and 10 on their own 20. What will happen on the next drive? Will it result in points? Will it result in a turnover? Micro-betting is going to be whack. All right? It'll be very much similar to live betting, which people are used to, but on a much quicker turnaround pace. And here is a potential drawback. Because if you're really serious about making a profit, which 99% of bettors aren't, they're just not. They get their high making the bet, not winning the bet. It enhances their viewing participation. It feeds their competitive spirit. They may tell you they want to make money. They want to lose money. I think they're high making the bet. But here's the drawback. It can be very difficult. If you get too tied up making too many micro sports bets, how the hell is it going to – are you going to really make a profit? Because – it's going to be rapid fire one after another. You know the books are going to tilt things in their favor, and you're going to have to win 60% of the time to, to you know, win. And, and, and due to the rapid nature and due to the way that, you know, 
you're going to have to make a decision quick, and it may not always been the right one. Here's what is the concern what may happen to certain betters. They lose one, they lose two, then they're going to be tempted to chase their losses by placing additional wagers over and over again. Before you know it, you're starting to endanger your bankroll, and that's the biggest problem with most betters. So in addition to the guy who lost all weekend and wants to get even on Monday night, in addition to the guy who is having a rough Sunday and says, let's play the over in this final game and get it all back, now you start chasing micro bets on top of that. Having said that, it's... Just more in a long list, a long line of profits. Legalized sports betting is here to stay, folks. It's in 32 states, and with the evolution of software, with the evolution of opportunities, and again, it'll go live in Ohio January 1st. I'm not totally sure the amount of products they're going to have or the choices, but you get the picture, you get the concept. You're watching the game. You're watching the Cleveland Browns. It's third and seven. Will they get a first out on the next play? Will there be an interception on the next play? Will there be a touchdown on the next play? And there'll be, you know, there'll be assigned odds accordingly, of course. But it's going to be rapid fire, staccato rapid fire. You're going to be drinking through a fire hose when it comes to betting. We'll see how it plays out. There's an insatiable demand for more products. And trust me, this one, you know, I believe you'll see a lot of people that will partake. Yes, it's called micro betting. Coming up, I teased this earlier in the show. Jim Irsay of the Indianapolis Colts has his has designs on hiring a particular coach that I know a lot about, and I covered that market 17 years. I'm going to tell you who it is, why it is, and what could happen in February. I'm Bernie Fratto. We're coming to you live from the Tyrac.com studios here in Las Vegas, sitting in for Ben Maller. Keep it locked right here. You're listening to the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. For better or worse, the Ben Maller Show is not general issues. Sports talk, the Maller Militia is all-inclusive, welcoming everyone from the country club to the trailer park. Facebook's a fun zone for all of us. You can chat with other P1s. It's free and easy. Just like our page. Go to facebook.com slash Show. And I'm live from the TireRack.com Fox Sports Radio Studios in for Ben Maller. It's Bernie Fratto. Eddie, nicely done. A couple of the Detroit rappers are Obi Trice, a local guy, and, of course, Marshall Mathers, Eminem. No one likes a name dropper. Yeah, I met him once at his studio on Nine Mile Road back in 2006 when I did an article on Igor Larianov. Eddie, you probably remember when the NHL was on strike, they had a showcase in Moscow. Oh, man, I would have loved to have gone. I found out later I could have. I blew it. I blew it! Adam Sandler. All right. Speaking of someone who doesn't want to blow it, Jim Irsay, he's presiding over a dumpster fire, the Indianapolis Colts. I never once believed that Jeff Saturday was going to be the coach next year. No, do I think he wants to be, okay? I think he was hired for nine weeks to be the consigliere and report back to Jim Irsay, this proud franchise who can't seem to find their way They're in a ditch. They're like a drunk crossing an icy street. They just can't get it going. Quarterbacks, no. Ever since Peyton Manning left, it's it's been an absolute cavalcade of nothing. Until maybe now. Here's why. Who will Jim Ursay offer the Colts job to in late January? Wait for it. Yes, Jim Harbaugh. I'm not talking out my butt. I got all my moles back in Ann Arbor who knows what's what. And and I'm not I'm not I'm not really I'm not really predicting this is going to happen in terms of Harbaugh taking the job, but I will tell you 
What eats at Jim Harbaugh quite a bit is that he never won a Super Bowl. Not only did he lose the one he was in, he lost it to his brother. You can't win a Super Bowl in Ann Arbor. Okay? So you can't rule this out. And the stock is high, and you, you hear the Sean Payton rumors, and now, you know, Denver fires their coach, uh, Nathaniel Hackett, and whose name is mentioned, Harbaugh. I don't know if he'll go to Denver. I don't know. I know the McCaskies loved him with the Bears, but they didn't they, they didn't fire their coach a couple years ago before they brought in Eberflus, and so that sailed. But here's the thing. Here's why you cannot poo-poo the fact that Jim Irsay Jim will not only offer Jim Harbaugh the Colts job in January, um, these two have history going back to 1987. Remember, Jim Harbaugh was a quarterback in Indianapolis, and Herzey, uh, Jim Irsay loves Jim Harbaugh. In fact, he named him, he nicknamed him Captain Comeback back in the day. And when Chuck Pagano was fired as Indianapolis's head coach back in 2017, there was a straw poll in the city. 81% of the fans in the poll said they wanted Jim Harbaugh. You got to stay tuned. Now, Harbaugh makes a nice piece of change at Michigan, but Ursay's got money. He may even try to make Harbaugh the highest-paid coach in the National Football League to get him there. And I think he would give Harbaugh control. And by the way, Frank Reich was making $9 million, so I think he would Harbaugh would be paid more than that. Bill Belichick, if you're scoring at home, makes $12 million. McVay makes $15 million. But Ursay can do whatever the hell he wants. He clearly proved that when he just hired Jeff Saturday and Bill Cowher lost his mind. Here's a little more grist for the mill for you. Remember back on March 9th, before the 58-year-old Jim Harbaugh signed his new deal at Michigan, his extension, his boss, by the way, the athletic director, Ward Manuel at Michigan, is not only his boss, it's a former teammate. They both played football at Michigan in the early 80s under Bo Schembechler. Harbaugh told Ward Manuel he would no longer revisit the possibilities of coaching the NFL again. That was after the ill-fated meeting with the Wilfs in Minnesota where the Vikings had zero interest in Jim Harbaugh. Uh, he got the interview as a courtesy, and I think Harbaugh was kind of shocked he didn't get the job. But remember this, Harbaugh, his new extension, five years, $36 million, uh, last year at Michigan, it runs through 2026. Here's the kicker. The buyout is not big at all. If Harbaugh were to leave Michigan after this year, the buyout's only $3 million, and it, it, it drops incrementally over the next five years all the way down to 750000 in 2025 so it's not like he's got some Jimbo Fisher buyout and I would just say this that if this wasn't real why would Harbaugh have negotiated a contract with such a small buyout Jim Irsay Indianapolis Colts they'll be talking to Jim Harbaugh watch it's going to do it for Ben Maller show I'm Bernie Fratto back on these airwaves Thursday night keep it locked right here it's time for two pros and a cup of joe the journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. 
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.